0: Doncast, the Doncaster Rovers podcast from the Doncaster Free Press. Welcome to Doncast and the first of a brand new season of post-match reaction podcasts. Uh, I'm Liam Hoden, the Free Press Rovers reporter and joining me is former Free Press sports editor Peter Catt. How are things Peter?
1: Thanks, uh, thanks, uh, Thanks Liam, yeah.
0: Yeah, so we're reacting on this one, two Rovers one or draw with MK Dons, the opening day of the League 1 season. Just your initial thoughts, Peter, what did you make of the of the game as a whole?
1: Well, it's interesting because I I watched it um on 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 I follow and and you were actually there and it'd be interesting to see the differences in 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 what we uh, or, or the, you know the similarities in, in what we saw in the game. I I wasn't expecting a fantastic amount um, initially because the players have only just come in, you know, um, Tullock, for instance, has only just come in a day or, or whatever before and, and John Jewell's has not been there long, the new loan signing sort of thing. But um, I thought it was quite promising. I was impressed with MK Dons. Mm. Uh, I was impressed with one or two of the uh, loan signings that we've made and uh yeah, obviously, I, it's, it's very much a work in progress. And I agreed with the report you'd written afterwards, where you know you said the hard work starts now because this is when uh, it's going to count in, in in training over the next week or two. Because the the the, the playing Saturday to Saturday uh, uh, for a while before all of a sudden I think there are eight games in October or something like that. So they're going to be very very busy then. But um, now I think obviously there's a lot to work on, but. I think it's, what I saw, I think it's quite promising.
0: Yeah, I think that was kind of my view uh, as well, really. Um, particularly, like, you go back two weeks to that game at Blackburn when they looked massively, massively undercooked in the first half and a really good mm-hmm. 20, 25 minute spell and then ran out of legs. And, I think, Two weeks on, you wanted to see some progress, which we certainly did because they, they, the they, they were able to put the effort in for uh, for 90 minutes. I think where they were a little short is just in that cohesion, as you mentioned, in terms of the new players that are coming in, and that is understandable that they're not fully up to speed in terms of how each other play or what's expected of everyone. Uh, but, yeah, it kind of stood out that there is work to do, and thankfully they haven't got a midweek game this week and they've not got a midweek game for the next couple of weeks because it gives them that opportunity. And we know Darren Moore, we've heard enough from Darren Moore over the last year that how much he relishes the time to actually be able to work and work with players. And he really does like working and getting new signings in particular up to speed as quickly as he can with with his methods. And there's a lot going on on that pitch uh, from a Rovers perspective and he he likes to... uh, likes to welcome in I, I think it is worth touching on what what you said about MK Dons because I think a large part, part of how the game played out were down to how good they were on the day uh, I'm sure you agree Definitely
1: Yeah, yeah I, I thought so as well to be honest I, I was a bit surprised I mean they didn't finish so high I don't think last season did they and uh, I don't think they were all that fancied to do, do well this season. but no, I Nobody, nobody
0: talked about them. Nobody ever
1: yeah, speak. some of the signings they made, I thought you know, they were among my sort of dark horses really before uh, the ball was kicked really. And, I mean, I think they made one or two decent signings. The lad, Sorensen, uh, who's mm. coming on loan I think from Stoke, he, 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 uh, he was impressive. But I, I don't know if they've had perhaps a bit more time to, to, to work on things than Darren has because... Unfortunately, although Darren had said earlier in the summer he wanted to try and get players in so he had time to, to work on them for at least two or three weeks, uh, four weeks possibly beforehand, you know, things have happened at the last minute. Um, not through any fault of his, but I think you know, the, the, the players he's been going in for are, are, are very highly rated at their own clubs. And I think one or two of them, the clubs were hanging on to make sure that they could get the signings that they wanted, so that they could afford to let these go out on loan. Otherwise, they were going to be involved, perhaps uh, you know, on the fringe of the first team. So that's the quality of the players we've, we've signed. And I do think um, you know that, that the players we've signed, like Richards and Tulloch and John Jules who I think I think they're going to um, they're going to be players who uh, who really stand out uh, once they once they get better in here.
0: I think well, there's been a lot said about loan signings and I, I, I do think there's, the Rovers have enjoyed some really good success over the last few years and you, you, you probably got to start with Herbie Kane and Malik Wilkes and then last year's yeah. lot, probably not as overwhelmingly impressive as, as what those two were in you know, individual standout but very, very, very solid players who contributed massively. This season, with the quality of the players that are coming in, yes, we've got to see them yet and and what they are going to contribute over the season, but with how highly rated they are and the reputation that they've got coming in, I think they've stepped up a level, Rovers, in who they've been able to recruit because the three players you mentioned there, and you can throw Joseph Basic into it as well, all very, very highly rated and tipped big things at the top level as well. Uh, well,
1: Bursic, probably even more so than the other three. I mean, he was on the bench for England under-21s, uh, wasn't he, recently? And, and he was one. I think the two players who impressed me on, on, on Saturday, or, or I certainly like the look of. Um, one was Bursic. And he's got to be good because Lewis Jones played well. Apparently, I didn't see the game in, in the game that he played. and But he, he impresses me, does Bursic. You can see why he's rated... So highly, you know the way he commands his area. He handles the ball really well, and the one thing keepers have to do these days is to be able to distribute the ball quickly and accurately, um, and 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 also be good with the ball at the feet. And he certainly does that. Um, I was I was very impressed with him. Um, I think he's, you know, he, he's. I think the thing is because they're going to because Jones is going to be competing for his place as well. And I don't think Jones should be too dismayed about you know um, somebody coming in a similar age and and, and taking the, the the shirt sort of thing because from what I can gather and how highly rated Jones is down there I think he could be the number one choice after this season for a few years
0: to come. That's certainly what it sounds like. Darren Moore rates him a lot, Paul Gerrard rates him very highly, the goalkeeping coach and I think mm. I think that was always the intention that he'd be a lot closer to the first team this season, a lot closer to the starting shirt yeah. this, this season, bit the number, number two. Um, but uh, I think that he, he is very close and and he proved the other night that he is more than ready. It was so bizarre that that was his senior debut. He seems to have been around forever. He seems to have been <laughs> yeah. fringes at first team forever. I had to check. I, I asked him myself. I went when I spoke to him before the game. Is this definitely your, your debut? And yeah, obviously it was. Um, and yeah, I think I, he certainly looks ready, he's physically strong, he's confident. I'll tell you, what it, I asked him about Seni Dieng and what he'd learned from Senny and, and he said. The confidence when you come for the ball, the belief that you're going to win the ball, to to have no doubts in your mind as you you go up for a ball that's in the air to come and collect it, which we know Seniad had is unbelievable plucking balls out of the air, and he showed mm. a lot of that on Tuesday night, it, and, and that was great to see. Like you like to see players back up what they say with, with, on on the pitch, and they, they yeah, see that. so he's going to be a great one to watch. Great story as well as a, is a thorn lad. Went to Trinity Academy you know it, it'd be great to see him a genuine my old school
1: yes yeah. my old school well it was when he was so in grammar school so I was saying yes
0: yeah, so, yeah. so and, uh... it'd be great to see him come through and, and make it in the first team I think he's, he's got a great chance but for now Bursic certainly a, a very capable number one it's probably not going to be as flashy as what Senna Eng was but that would take some, uh, some doing certainly uh, but mm-hmm. yeah I'm impressed with what we've seen so far you mentioned somebody else that you were you were impressed with well i I, I did like um, the look
1: of of Taylor Richards i mean I think you know in one or two of the previous games he's had to play a role that is less familiar to him um, I think he you know he's, he's normally one of the front three uh, striking roles or playing in, in behind the, the the main striker and I think he was asked to do a bit of a job alongside ben whiteman initially or and then there was a sort of um, a rotating um, role with him and Whiteman and... um, uh, Madger. Madger Gomez, yeah. And um, I think the thing is with him, he just looks quality. You know, he can pick a pass. um, And we know Ben Whiteman can pick a pass. And I think when them two get going together, um, it's going to be very interesting because the the kids, the lads they've got up front, uh, 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 got bit of pace as well and uh, and, and they make good runs so um, I think once they've all gelled together it could be very very interesting indeed I still feel we, as if we do need another one in, in um, you know in, in that defensive midfield role it worries me slightly if um, if Whiteman's ever out injured he's such a key key player um, and I did think him and Madge tied a little bit towards the end and I think you know maybe that was what cost us um the goal the goal, the equaliser in in the end, but um, you know, maybe we'll talk about that uh, in a bit.
0: Yeah, I, I kinda agree with you on a, on adding another holding midfielder. I think that we may well see the value that Ben Chief brought uh yeah. last season, even more so. Somebody who is gonna sit a little bit more and that's gonna be the main focus of the job rather than looking to get forward. We know Ben Whiteman look likes to, to get forward and get on the ball as well. But on Taylor Richards, I think, uh, certainly when we were talking on our um, season preview podcast last week, having seen him twice in, in a game at Blackburn when he showed some unbelievable passing range, um, s- some superb ball play, and then against Br- Bradford, which were against a team that were really pressing really hard and, and really energetic, and they were very quiet in that game. I thought he might be a kind of boom or bust sort of player. He's going to be... Yeah, yeah eight or nine out of ten one week and then six, five or six the week after, depending on the opposition. But I think yesterday, against a, a very energetic team that were very much in your face as well, I, yeah. I think he, yeah. he, he showed how, how he's able to, to thrive in that situation as well and, and stand out. And I did, I did think he was really good. What I like about him, that intent to close down the ball and nip it away from people, yeah, obviously sometimes he's going to get a foul away get a couple of fouls away yesterday but other times nips it away and then he's off and he's off and he's already high up the pitch and I love that I think that's going to create a, a, a few goals this season I think one of them against Man United under 21s came from that Obviously, there's, there's more time on the ball in a, in a fixture like that, but I, I see him creating a lot of opportunities from situations like that. That's going to be really valuable for... Uh,
1: yeah, he's very tidy on the ball, comfortable on the ball, and got very quick feet as well. And uh, as I say, I think his passing range is is excellent. And, you know, the one or two question marks I might have had with him, being used to a more forward role, is he going to track back, his, what's the work rate side... But he showed when he got back um, to save the situation when they uh, made a breakthrough. I think um, Bursic had to come out of his goal, didn't get uh, didn't get the ball, and he chased back and um, got the challenge in to prevent to uh, prevent MK scoring.
0: Yeah, because reading about him before he uh, came in, I think there were a piece in the Athletic by the guy that covers uh, Brighton and he'd, he'd been round and spoke to scouts about various young players at their club, and that was one of the things that they'd flagged up. There's a negative with, uh, with Taylor Richards in terms of his work rate and, and um, how much he puts in when he's not on the ball. I think we've seen already in the in the three competitive games so far, that that's not a concern at all, and he won't get away with it with Darren Moore anyway. That's
1: exactly what I was going to say, uh, Liam. You know, anybody coming here is going to have to work, and you know, anybody in here, under misapprehension about that will soon get a rude awakening, I would think. With with Darren, and what I like about the three lads, what I've seen of them, and and you know how they've talked on on the interviews and that, they all seem. You know, there aren't any big-time Charlies a, a among them. They, they all seem quite humble. They're all here to to learn. And, and uh, you know, that I think, you know, they, they've signed good characters. And that's no surprise either because, you know, Darren Moore knows the sort of under-23 game inside out. He'd, he'd been at it long enough for West Brom before he took over as, as manager. And um, they'll have done the homework on these kids. And, uh, I think these are probably three of the best around and Bursic makes it four because there are quite a few clubs wanting to sign him on loan as well. So I think we're very fortunate. I I just think it, you know, I hope I'm not wrong, but I I, I think there's a heck of a lot more to come. I think it could be be in for a very promising season.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm very excited about it and and optimistic as well. We've seen, I think from from Saturday's results, we saw how, chaotic the division is going to be uh, certainly from the initial just yeah. some <laughs> surprise results i don't think peterborough Olsen and peterbury yeah yeah they didn't get off to a great start with that one losing 2-0 at accrington and a few other surprise results as well the town yeah yeah it's going to be very very interesting as you mentioned uh, just going back to the the performance on saturday just caught up with rovers a little bit towards the end the the sort of the relentlessness yeah. of the game and it was a fair result in end don't you think in terms of
1: them kiddos. oh yeah I mean uh, they they were I mean, were the better side the, the first half but but you know <laughs> you know you, you've got uh, Joe Wright and Tom Anderson in, in defense's, uh you know twin towers of strength there uh, and, and always will be I think and, and they held firm the only thing was that I think Halliday and James got forward or weren't able to because the way it M.K. Dons played, didn't get forward as much as they would normally like to. Uh, you know, I think you've got to give a lot of credit to M- uh, M.K. Dons in, in, in that game. Uh, we, we're certainly not going to have it all our own way uh, against uh, a lot of teams this season. And you can't just expect to, you know, turn up and, and hope your quality counts. You're going to play him off the park. So when we had to defend, we did defended really well. Um, you know, we made made the tackles. Uh, when we had to, and I, I think you know they certainly were on top first half, second half. I think it was a bit more even, uh, and and you know when we scored it, overall up to when we scored, I think they've been the better side. But um, it was a great great goal as, as well. Um, I think Taylor made the John Taylor made the run initially, and it went over to the other side to uh, the the new lad. Um, Ray uh, Tullock, and uh, I thought he did really well. Uh, Got the ball uh, into um, Madger and just unleashed one, didn't he? And uh, flew into the back of the net. Um, Where's all that come from? Not quite sure, but it's a cracking goal. And I thought we took over a bit uh, after that. Uh, I I think they were a bit deflated after everything they would put into the game. And, you know, if we'd have been able to hit them with another goal, soon after I think um, you know it could have been a different story but uh, they stuck at it and, and, and you know they weathered what Roe was up to put at them and uh, in the end they came back quite strong towards the end themselves and I think we tied a little bit yeah. um, as I said we come to that goal and I don't know if you noticed but I've seen it played back once or twice and Ben Whiteman had made a great run forward uh, prior to that and he's had to make a great run back to get back in defence, and I think he he was tired at that stage, and and so was Magic because they put a lot into the game. And I think it it wasn't so much for me, Anderson and Wright. Uh, it was a really slick move by uh, by MK Dons uh, that, that led to the goal. Let's be right about it. And I think you know Ben lost his his man really and through, through tiredness more than anything else, and managed to get through and uh, and, and and score the equaliser, which. which Was a real shame, you know. I mean, it's a bit of a signal in a way. After after being in front, after weathering the storm, taking the lead, and then not being able to hold on to it. But overall, as you say, I, I think a draw, you know, it was certainly for Rovers. Was a, it was a good point.
0: Well, was that defended really well and particularly in their own box when you think like to chances that MK Dons had there actually weren't that many that they had no they weren't they weren't. Cards, Lame. were shots from 20-25 yards that, that Bursic dealt with quite well that was one of the very few ones with a kind of burst forward it was very very good as you said uh, mm. yeah they're well worthy of sealing uh, a point so just quickly before we, we wrap up obviously next up a trip to Charlton as uh, the well it don't time. get any easier do no, they I mean, no. <laughs> you
1: don't. know and we've got we've got history there as, as as we all know we were all down there weren't we on that game in, in, in the playoffs and uh, what a game that was by the way and uh, by the way just make a mention to say that I'm glad we've signed butts on again for however long it is even if it's only till, till January I mean what a game he had that night and um, the last game he's he played for the club. Um, uh, he, great header to 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 score the goal he he did on the night, and just so unlucky in the penalty shootout. I mean, Ro, who'd been the, the for me the best player uh, we had that night, and probably the best player, one of the best players on the pitch, missed the penalty, and and and, and so did John Marquis, and you know that was their last act for the for the club as well. So there's a lot to um, you know, there's a lot to settle on, on that game down there. I think there'll be one or two going down there with, uh, you know, hoping to uh, turn the tables. But I think they they're, they're going to be a decent side, uh, Charlton. Obviously, they've lost Lyle Taylor, who was one of their great performers uh, when in uh, when they won uh, promotion. But um, yeah, I think that's that's a tough game. They don't certainly don't get any easier. And then we got Wigan, I think, after that, have
0: not we? So yeah. Yeah, Who knows what position they're both really going to be in. It's, it's, it's difficult. chart and still a lot of uncertainty. But what we do know is they've been in this position before and Lee Boyer has managed to fashion a promotion run out. He did. You know, nobody, nobody...
1: Well, the other thing is, I'm, I'm so glad that they both started the season because yeah. look what happened last season. You know, we were down to play Berry and play Bolton and we didn't play either game. So we we're playing catch-up all most of He was a complete shambles the way the... Uh, League One went uh, last season and at least they're allowing them, you know, they're, they're starting the season. Let's hope they can continue as well. Um, you know, nobody wants to see any clubs go go out of business, but, you know, things don't seem to be going too great there. But as you say, uh, Bowie has done a great job in, in, in managing to keep uh, players' minds on, on, on the game and on the pitch.
0: Yeah, been an interesting. One of certainly strange um, being down there without any fans. It's it's a great place when the, when there's a bit of noise, as we as we know from that. Um, but several visits, but in particular that last one in the playoff when it was packed out. Um, that will certainly be strange. Been a strange experience so far. Very very weird on Saturday. I must admit, being mm, there for, can uh, for for a, for a competitive for a league game anyway. Uh, yeah really 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 strange on that one but we'll see what happens down at the valley thank you very much Peter for joining me on yeah. this one we'll, we'll be doing this regularly throughout the season we'll be speaking to a variety of people after after each and every game that Rovers play sometimes it matches with me on my own depending on the circumstances so make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast from to, uh, to hear the latest episode we'll also be doing more in-depth discussions from uh, from time to time with uh, with a few uh, special guests on that one. So yeah, stay tuned, stay subscribed and leave us a review uh, wherever you get your podcast from as well just so we can see what you like, what you don't like and uh, what you'd like to hear more of from us in the future. You can follow us on Twitter at Free Press Rovers or search for our dedicated Rovers Facebook page and of course Head over to uh, free press, doncasterfreepress.co.uk for all the latest news, views and analysis on all things Doncaster Rovers. For now, that's everything. Thanks very much for joining us. Take care. Yeah, good luck at the Valley. Uh, yes, definitely. And we will uh, speak to you again very soon. Thanks a lot.